Yo, 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 welcome back to another fresh episode of Fruit of the Boom Podcast. It's your boy, JBJRN. Hey, what's up? It's Matt Sawicki. How you guys doing? Doing great, brother. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Uh, loving this uh, crew we got in here right now. We have a three-person crew this time. Hey. Hey. Yes. We These are our homies. These are our homies that help us out. These are our partners with the whole Fresh Produce. A dope-ass collective. We got three of the brothers here. We got my boy Charles, a.k.a. STL Legend. We got my boy Darian. And we got my boy Damon, a.k.a. the crew from Farfetch. What's up, fellas? Yeah, yes. yeah what's Hello. up? Hello. How you guys doing today? Pretty good. Wonderful. Yeah, busy. Right. Good. I mean, <laughs> I understand. Doing amazing. Thank you. Yeah, Appreciate great. you guys taking your time out and coming helping us uh, understand more about you and uh, the scene in St. Louis today. Absolutely. Thanks for having thank us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Been a listener. So it's, it's great to be on. Yeah, we appreciate Man, we just Must really respect. appreciate y'all being on for Not real. No problem. Got to get those listens up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> We're building together. Yep. Hell yeah. So kind of like I told y'all right before we started, uh, keep it natural, keep it simple. That's how we roll. Oh, That's yeah. how we do everything. I like those rules. There we go. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm going to ask, uh, and we're just going to let y'all talk a little, just breathe it. We're just going to yeah. let conversations go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, first things first, and we're going to start with my boy Charles first. Okay. How'd you get into music, Dan? After that, if we're going to Darian, after that, we're going to go to Damon. Man, wow. Uh, Dan, how, do, how do we get into music? Wow, that's a long story. I mean, <laughs> I started, I mean, if we want to go from the beginning, I mean, I've been doing music since I was a kid, listening to music as a kid. My uh, mom is a passionate music fan, so listening to everything from the Red Hot Chili Peppers to mm. uh, the Beatles to straight up like I'll be sure mm. to like everything so for me it's all it's been a lifetime thing but being a participant in it started in high school actually so mm. I was in choir I was doing theater actually and theater led me to music and doing men's choir doing a choir in college and then that's where beats came into play and that's yeah. actually where I actually get got familiar with you got a lot of the gentlemen here in the room okay, was okay. Uh, through the beat scene uh, as STL legend so that's uh, the beat in the beat scene releasing beat tapes doing beat battles and I the wild journey has led me to be a part of Farfetch nice. actually yeah. which has been that's really awesome that's amazing brother yeah I also had yeah it's kind of a long story but I'll try to shorten it up uh <laughs> So yeah, my parents, my dad was had a huge record collection, tape collection, eight track collection. And so I would listen to all that kind of stuff like Beatles, Al Green, uh, Mahalia Jackson. He had all kinds of different kinds of music. So I would say that I wrote my first rap in like first grade about Ralph Bunch is like this businessman, black businessman. High five. Um, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. <laughs> look Ralph Bunch up if you don't know who that is. Um, and then by third grade in Parkway, you had to play an instrument in this thing called Suzuki Strings. Uh-huh. So I played violin for uh, third through fifth grade and then I discovered trumpet. So I played trumpet from fifth through eighth grade. Then I kind of took a break from instruments. I wasn't in the band. I was kind of playing sports. But by senior year, I was DJing. I picked up some turntables real cheap and uh, just went to Vintage Vinyl and whatever other record stores I could go to. And, like, yeah, started spinning for friends' house parties and stuff like that. 
and that translated into DJing in college, and that's mm-hmm. really how I got into beats because I was spinning this music. Actually, I know what song specifically made me want to make beats. It was D4L Laffy Taffy, and I was like, Ooh, this is on the radio. Oh, wow. I can make something better than that. So like, I just got a little Alesis, uh SR16, started making beats on that. It is simple as shit. Yeah, right? like, it is. It's super simple. I was just like, come on. Three you notes. Do better nah, than yeah. that. I did not For expect real. you to say that. Three uh, so that's how I got into beats. And then really when I was looking at this STL music scene, I noticed that uh, there was a lack of management or lack of like coordinators helping artists like figure out what part of the business they knew or they should know and what kind of the business part of the business they needed to execute. So that's how I got into management. And that was when I met Damon and uh, yeah, joined the Farfetch team in 2013, late 2013. Nice, nice. Word. Yeah, so I've been doing this a while now. Yeah. Um, so I guess I started, the first memories of music, like my family wasn't extremely musical. I was raised, but my parents are older. Um, but the music that was playing in my house was was a weird blend. It was uh, jazz. My dad's from East St. Louis. He played a lot of Miles Davis, and right. I grew up in East St. Louis. Um, my mama was from the South. So she plays, she, she's Creole, she plays Zadiko music. Okay. And I don't even know if a lot of people know what that, you know, know what that is. It is a, it's a, uh, I think that's why I get the way I make drums. The rhythms are not normal, you know uh-huh. what I mean? So I think that's where I got a lot of that from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, my brother, uh, when I was born, he was in Germany. Uh, he was, he, he was uh, in the military. He's uh, 20 years older than me. So he came back and he had discovered this thing called reggae. Okay. And it was the first time that I had ever heard music that wasn't on the radio except for the music my mama played. I thought of my mama was like, you know, she's she's older, like that maybe they did play that on the radio at some point. But like reggae was like an entire genre of music that nobody I like nobody knew anything about that I was mm-hmm. asking about. I was like, do you like so it was that was a very eye opening experience. So those those are the wow. big, those are the influences that I had around me. And then uh, I started making music. Uh, about seventh grade, uh, I had my uncle, I, he, I was just into it. I wanted to be a DJ. So, uh, my dad was an electronic engineer, so he had a bunch yeah. of old equipment in the basement uh-huh. that he had paid, people had paid him to, well, people had had him fix that they didn't pay him for. Sure. So he held it down, he kept those things. Right. So it, stuff started to amass. So I got like a mixer, put that in the middle, like a one turntable that had, didn't have anything to do with it. My brother gave me a, a turntable. Uh, there was a techniques, but it was like not, it wasn't a, uh, you know, it wasn't a 1200. It was just like the techniques that goes with a component set. Sure. Okay. So uh, then a tape deck, you know, and I built these things up and I made a makeshift studio in my yeah. bedroom. Okay. And then when my dad saw that, he was like, well, if you, you know, you must really be on this. So he ended up buying me a DJX keyboard. That okay. was a big deal for me. Cool. Um, and, and then the first piece of equipment that I ever bought with my own money uh, was an SP303. And oh, now, nice. Yeah, now those are like, like those are cool now, but when I got it, those were not cool. Everybody had a MPC, you know. Sure. And uh, that is like that's like ninth grade, and so like I've been on this rapping, um, producing for as, like as long as like more than half of my life, and it yeah. was just because nobody uh, it was something I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I started rapping. I wanted to make beats because nobody made beats, um, and I and I remember I, I used to like. I, I, when as soon as I got into it, I want I started Cruise. I wanted to start Cruise. I started one crew. Uh, Villainous Records was the first thing me and my brother did. 
uh, mm-hmm. Scripps. What up to my homie Scripps? Yep. Shout out um, to the homie. Yeah. yeah. And so we, it was me, him, all the homies went to high school with, and and just our homies from the neighborhood, because we went to, we went to a Catholic school with the white kids, because we, uh, you know, we kind of got, we we were isolated in that way, but like all of the homies from the neighborhood went to Eastside, so like those those friends we converged in certain ways, and that's that was the thing that brought us together. We was all rapping, then uh, is that like people fell off, people you know people start doing their own thing, life does whatever, mm-hmm. then it ended up being me and my brother. So that's where scripture screws come from. Okay. So like that, like a lot of the people from the hip hop scene out here know me from that. Scripture yeah. screws me and my brother, and I was producing all of that music, and he was writing his rhymes, I was writing mines, and. A lot of the stuff that I do now, I got from rapping. My love of hip hop. I had to learn how to make flyers because nobody did that, so I had to learn Photoshop, which sure. leads to another thing. Nobody was making videos, so I had to learn how to make my own videos, which leads to a lot of stuff I do in my life now. So um, from there, uh, we was we, we put out our first album, uh, New Noise. We was just pumping that up, doing what we was doing. Ten year anniversary uh, for next year. Yeah. Ten year anniversary. Nice, uh, nice, nice. I, I, I still like to believe we had some of the dopest videos of that that era. Like we, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. we was doing wild ass videos when everybody was just rapping in front of cars and shit. And yeah. We was doing like <laughs> cartoons and you know like stop motion stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, shit was fresh. Yeah, 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 man. We worked hard on that. And now, uh, three years after that album. Uh, by that point, I was producing for a lot of people, not just rappers. Uh, and uh, I had these records sitting up, and I was like, I uh, wanted to start a label. And that's where Farfetch comes from. I asked a bunch of friends. I remember it was uh, it was Ryan McNeely, a dope fur, who was another dope-ass producer. Uh-huh. Shout out to the homie. Yeah. Um, my homie Thelonious Kryptonite, me and him had an album sitting Shout up. Shout out to him. Yeah. And uh, my homegirl, Lika, she's from Soviet Georgia, and we had did a project called Standing Sleep. All these albums were done. They were sitting up. Because I was on some, yeah, I was on some mad lib sort of shit, and it was just sitting around. Yeah. So I was like, if okay. I got to, you know, if I started a label, would y'all be done? It was like, yeah. And then from there, it, it kind of snowballed, and then I looked up, and I, was do- I wasn't making anything. I was just, like, making the videos and promoting everybody else's shows, and do- I was running a label. Um, and I was getting exhausted with that, so mm-hmm. uh, so that it wouldn't fold because we were we were making headway and we were doing a lot of good things for the community, the music community. Um, I reached out to the only person that I saw as adamant about getting other people's voices out that I was right around me, and it was Darian. So I sat down with him, and I just kept it real, like, "Yo, I'm just uh, I need some help." Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's getting out of, it was it's getting outrageous because I think by that time that time it was about eight or nine acts. And then he had like five, six acts, you know what I'm saying? So like we came together and um, the acts on, on um, his label, we versatility. just like versatility media, we uh, we put it all together. And that was that was the inception of like the new, the the, the, the second generation of Farfetch. And so like uh, that was that was three years in, we seven years in now, or we finna be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, nice, nice. Prologue 7 coming in January. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just been music has been the thing that I've been doing. That's that was my identity. That's what that's how I met everybody in this room. Doing yeah. the music. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So uh who's all so what all acts do you have within the Farfish Collective as of right now? Like who's all on your roster? You want me to do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all free for this. We'll fill in as we Okay, yeah, know. yeah. I try <laughs> to get them all and then if yeah. if I miss some you, you if you get to you get Hands and feet. Matthias and the Pirates. 18 and Counting in the Only Ensemble, Subtle Aggression Monopoly, Prospect, uh, Supreme Soul, Abnormal, Blank Generation, Blank Generation, K with Swords, 
Golden Curls, Superhero Killer. Thelonious Kryptonite still to, the, yeah, to yeah, a degree. He's in New Orleans and Wino Willie to a degree. Yeah, but I was going to say uh, adult fur. Yeah, they, adult they fur. not active at, you know, they doing their thing. Yeah. Yeah. Walkie Talkie, Lauren D. Walkie Talkie, Lauren D. Wino Willie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Laren Loveless. Laren Loveless, yeah. Um, yeah, wide range of people, sounds, and like backgrounds. A lot, yeah, like, backbeat. We got Backbeat. Yeah, backbeat. Yeah, can't forget. Damon that. Davis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 DJ Wiz. He's in that too. Yeah, you know. STL Legend. Yeah. He's sometimes. When he feels like. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the MF doing with the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Thanks. And so you guys are dropping records. You guys are helping people promote. You guys are kind of pulling the strings behind the scenes. Yeah. 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 Everywhere. People. Yeah. But whatever. Whatever they. We kind of fill in blanks. So, yeah. So if you need like uh, art direction, uh, you don't know what that means, but you got a record, then that's we, we can help you with that. If you need production help, we can help you with that. We need, um, you know, marketing promotion, boom, uh, mm-hmm. digital marketing, marketing, booking, consulting. Booking, yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. Getting out of town shows. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we like develop. We help develop mm-hmm. artists, and uh, you know, and we got. And the, the the first the initial premise was like we do because of the way it came about me doing one off with people mm-hmm. was like you do one album with us and um, you know nobody's locked in anything you own what you write yeah because we artists and it's not like we not trying to take from anybody but it's a it's more of an idea of like strength in numbers sure we pot like we pool uh, different monies when we do like uh, full on far fetched events like prologue we take that stuff and we use it for the collective you know so yeah it's a real uh. It's a real group effort that we tried to build. So, yeah, like a new, a new sort of uh, framework for labels, not just to exploit these artists, like to like working together. We are a team. Totally. Yeah. yeah it's a very socialist type yeah, of label. Yeah. Quite. <laughs> yeah. So Absolutely. there's a lot of profit sharing, a lot, a lot of yeah, putting money in the pot to get everything done. That's yeah. the way you got to be. I yeah. mean, there you go. I, I feel like that's the most successful stuff in St. Louis is all based around that same idea. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, new, that's sure. the new model. I mean, yeah. nowadays, yeah. The, the label model, the big label model is uh, obviously seeing a lot of hard times right now. You know, you can't yeah. really just go in. It's like, I'm just going to expect the label to come in and do everything for me. You can do that, but that's almost, that's a blind way of going about it. You yeah. got to be able to have ownership of your own, of your product and what you do and how you go about it these days. Yeah. But, yeah, we're really trying to, you know, fill that gap between getting a label deal and being a completely independent artist so like mm-hmm. we give resources for very like either cheap or just free if you're in far-fetched yeah but, uh, uh you know also helping people set themselves up for success like yeah. have a national platform at some point i know we're not to the point that we want to be but um i think we're getting there yeah yeah i mean everything takes time and, yeah, and, and if we you know we got a different uh we got different ethics mm-hmm. about the way we do it, so it's gonna take a little bit longer. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you don't want to watch it boil. You know what I mean? You just gotta see it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's gonna happen. Um, I'd like to ask you guys too. So, with, I guess the relationship that's directly kind of we're talking about is fresh produce, and you guys also have a, a thing called the link up, right? Yes. Can yes. you tell people yes. about? Elaborate on it. So that that really stems from an idea that Abnormal had after an Ableton day. So we brought Ableton here a couple times uh, with Sonic Arts United. Shout out to Shiraz Gorman mm-hmm. um, to just give workshops on how to make beats on the push and use yeah. Ableton. And so they have this feature called the link. 
and basically you can have a number of different producers in the same session at the same time so if i change the tempo in mine it changes the tempo in yours and you, like if you hit a kick drum in yours it's still hitting in mine yeah things like that and so what we wanted to do was develop that idea in a live setting yeah um so it was mostly for production but we wanted to do it live and yeah. so um the initial idea came from that but we expanded that to just kind of like experimentation with collaboration live with beat makers so if you want to collaborate you can or we just do like a solo set as well but you know you can bring your most experimental beats or just like whatever is in your wheelhouse and play that for people and just yeah have your beats heard where you don't have to have like rappers getting up on stage on your thing or whatever or just like having a network with uh musicians afterwards to to make a collaboration you just come and play your beats that's all it is yeah and that, I, that's so important i i feel like you know providing a space for producers to like have an exposition you know what i mean and not like hey here's some here's me like this isn't me for you this is me for yeah, me yeah, for right. my for my personal stuff yeah. and i think that's you know that's not something that i don't know i mean that's not something that's been curated very often uh and i feel like a monthly thing to do that is just so fucking cool yeah, yeah. yes thank you yes. yes thank you and what what y'all do with fresh produce same yes oh thank you appreciate oh yeah it. appreciate yeah. it no doubt so when, when when is the next link up well it just happened i guess yeah by the time <laughs> that this airs it will have just happened it was on november 9th and because i made these gentlemen do sets throughout the year i figured it was only right that i do a set um but i'm also performing or will have performed with black spade and Kleba, who was uh the nice. fresh produce nice. winner yeah. a, recent guest on, a recent guest on the show actually yeah that's who it was that's who it was so uh, a question i actually have for you guys is um as pretty much some, like the main three heads of Farfish, what do you say will be y'all main roles individually within the entire collective? Oh, like, man. like what Charles do, what does Darian do, oh, what does Dame do? Like, as far as like your actual <laughs> roles within the actual collective. That itself. is, uh, it varies day by day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, very amorphous. Yeah, it can. Some days, you know, sometimes you know, with our life and schedule, sometimes we have to kind of step into each other's roles yeah. at times just because you know we understand that i mean running a label is not a something that for i mean and damon was doing that for years yeah, it's no mm -hmm. clock on his own it don't stop at five uh, right no, it, it does not right. yeah. it doesn't yeah so i guess uh i am uh i guess i, I use the term founder and i i my, my main thing is being like creative director so like with uh with the look, the feel, the sound, a lot of that is what falls on me because that was also the thing that I was doing before. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of that's kind of my um my lane. So I try to curate uh, the artists that we use. I, I work hands on with each with with artists through through, through with their music and mm -hmm. um and I also often find myself uh, curating the way we look from the flyers, the posters, the uh, the artwork. So that's been that's been my job. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do a great job. Right on. Damn, good job. Yeah, he keeps uh -huh. us looking real good. It's pretty good. Real, at it. Sounding good too. Uh, so, me as a day to day operations person, um, I guess technical title is director of operations, but um, I just make sure that if we have a booking, that everybody's there on time uh -huh. or that they have marked it down in their calendar. Um, but I also, you know, coach the artists on, yeah, this is how you use social media a little bit. That's more Charles's uh, thing, but I, I coach them on, you know, how to book a show or like who to talk to at a venue. Um, mm -hmm. And then we 
at first initially we started out doing strategic plans so like i came when i first came in yeah. uh, and damon brought me in we did a strategic plan for everybody um, or everybody that wanted one so we charted out for the next one to three years and i feel like this is the yeah so this being coming out of the third year we're on trajectory and i really don't i know enough about the people now that i just already know what they need uh and where they're going yeah um, but yeah that initial um plan was a key but now basically if you need to get out of town or you're trying to get, hit chicago for instance i i got matthias and the pirates uh playing with roe in chicago and then nice. ROE came in here and played in emerald room where y'all do uh fresh produce sometimes yeah. and uh so coordinating that but then also if you need a video person for um you know so we were on lufest and i had uh coordinated video people to go capture Matthias and the Pirates and 18 and Counting on stage, and a little bit of uh, Mastermind as well, since Owen was Owen Raglan was playing with him. Oh, Owen Raglan is yes. an artist yes, on Farfetch that we almost and we're listening to. Like yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, that we're listening to right now. Shout out to Owen Raglan. We are Newest and youngest member of the team is 16 years old. Yeah, nice. He is a prodigy. That's what I'm saying. Nice. But yeah, pretty much anything from making sure that all the events are on facebook or charles knows about them so that he can get them on facebook and then planning uh album launches so like the timeline for that do you, you need a video and, and album artwork do you have that do we need, have a track list for your album do you have all the track credits for your album do we have the masters ready to go up on Bandcamp? um anything you can think of with logistics that's what i do cool okay yeah. wow and um i bring uh, joy to the liquor. <laughs> in the form of liquor. I bring <laughs> sometimes liquid joy. Some, some, Ain't shit wrong with it. It could be liquid. It could be liquid. Um, could be some. Anyways, uh, so my uh, role is a digital operations, oh, a digital marketing manager. So okay. essentially, making sure everybody's got their stuff straight online because we are primarily a digital label. So mm-hmm. really, the biggest thing is just being able to look over artists, advise artists on maybe their their digital marketing strategy. So if they want to be, hey, I want to use Facebook to promote out. What do I do? When should I post on Facebook? What should I, how should I post? What should a post look like? What type of picture should I use? Uh, all these little things that people tend not to think about because it's like, it's Facebook, it's Twitter, it's all this, this is intimidating. I try to make sure to put it in a digestible format for them so that way they can best present themselves to their audience. Mm-hmm. It's especially these days because it's such an important aspect for people to be able to have a following and to, be, to be, communicate with their fans on a regular basis. So right, right, right. that's something for me, um, and that's what actually I do my profession outside of is actually in digital marketing. So okay. for me, so it's kind of combining actually a lot the best of all worlds for me and mm-hmm. being able to present that to everybody. Nice. And to help um, artists, even it's just like, I don't know how to make a website. Where do I go? Um, I don't know how to post my concerts. So what do you do? I'm the one that usually they go to. Um, if I can't answer, me or Damien can't answer it, then we, we, uh, we try to come together and we try to figure that out. Um, also making sure that things are up listed correctly online. So whether it's uh, being um, whether it's being put on a album uh, uh, directory, uh, make sure things are on Bandcamp correctly, make sure um, analytics is there too. So understanding not only, okay, you put your album up, but who's listening to it, where are people listening to it, how are people downloading it? Just knowing all that information for artists is key, especially like have that power to know that because a lot of people are like I don't want to know it's, it sounds confusing. I try to break that down for them to make sure they understand what's going on and how to proceed from there. Okay, nice. Yeah, that's what's up. 
So you guys are really <laughs> helping people out you know, <laughs> yeah, all around the world. Yeah, we'll power to you out, man. Respect. That is wonderful. It's not easy. It, it's yeah. definitely a lot, especially being on your own as an artist. Uh, yeah. To have like just one aspect of like, okay, well, cool. Well, I, I got it. Because you want to focus on just being an artist. Yes. Primarily. Yes. You just want. You just want to make your music. You right. Know, you got to worry about it. But also too, as, as a modern day artist, so you do need to be aware of all those other aspects and mm. all those other lanes because that could eventually be the way that somebody is going to find you and you're going to be able to put your music out there and and get closer to your dreams yeah when we talk about independence i think a lot of people get it get it fucked up because they think independence just mean i get to keep everything and everybody just does work for me but independence (laughs) means that you in charge it like you're gonna have to take care like you pay the bills and you reap the benefits so Mm -hmm. i think that that's one thing uh the artists that we try to um work with um are in different stages of their career but a lot of people have already exhibited a certain level of uh, get up and go about their own career, mm-hmm. and, and and that's that. That's I think that's something that we like to see because we know that that um, we won't have to just hold your hand through everything. Oh just sure, a little bit of help and you'll roll on, and and you also benefit to the whole crew because you can teach other people things that they don't know. Right. So I think um, and also just on an artistic level, one good thing about bringing so many like minds but different different ideas and different personalities personalities together is that you we eventually start to make up something new it's not hip-hop it's not rock it's not it's far-fetched it's something it's something very new when you put all of these these people in a room together yeah so yeah the sound starts to starts to coagulate and turn into something else yeah Yeah. more to that point though uh one of the other things that i do outside of like helping the artists well i guess it's it's a help but uh, i coordinate a, a quarterly family dinner so like yeah. we used to when i first came in i was trying to have business meetings and not everybody needs to be yeah. in for a business meeting so it didn't make sense but we still all needed to get together and bond in the ways that damon's talking about because now that we're in that dinner format you just come and drink and eat and have a good time yeah and ends up like abnormal talks to sonyada mcdermott and they end up with a song later hands and feet talks to lauren d and they end up with a song later right yeah. things like that yeah so many um, collaborations have come from just those dinners yeah. like you literally hey wouldn't it be a great idea if maybe donald from oh, fast superhero killer yeah, <laughs> yeah superhero I said killer. Superhero. oh you did okay yeah. cool uh superhero killer like why maybe work with somebody else and then bam we got a collaboration going so mm-hmm. just being able to have that atmosphere and that build that trust and that love for oh, each yeah. other because you don't always get that and it can be very competitive in a very right. competitive space right. where because okay well you're fighting you know you might be going for my spot and i'm like yo we're not trying to do that we're just trying to get together and make the best music possible mm-hmm. and so that's mm-hmm. where that comes from and that's beautiful absolutely no i think that's i mean people need to understand that it's a step in the, the right direction from like the get <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah yeah people don't understand that you gotta work with other people and play nice, you know what I mean? Right. Like, it plays well with others. <laughs> and it works to your benefit. I Absolutely. think we're way too selfish in the society we live in. It plays your benefit to help other people out or to be a part of a community. That's how we yeah. survived as humans. If we weren't able to collaborate, we would not still be on this planet. Right. There's exactly. no way. Right. We are not the top predator for any like any system. So yeah, yeah we wouldn't have lived if we didn't have strength in numbers most definitely most definitely mm-hmm. so since you no know, we're in here pretty much everyone in here in some form, shape shape form or fashion is some kind of a music producer mm-hmm. uh tell us uh i like to ask people what are your feelings on the actual present 
producer scene in St. Louis. Like just some stuff that I you know just over time. Yeah, I just love to know. I just love to hear like what you oh, think yeah. of the producer scene, the music yeah, producer scene so, in St. Louis. So the beat scene. Uh, I'm gonna say actually, I'll, I'll go ahead and start on that uh, since I still make beats uh, occasionally, and uh, I've done I've done some stuff. Um, I think there's a lot of growth. I think that there are a lot more opportunities and lanes for producers in St. Louis than there were maybe. 10 years ago or even I'll even say five years ago mm-hmm. there's a lot more going on where you do have options like the link up you do have uh, the beat up that Black Spade does uh, you have people doing just beat sets and that was like almost unheard of right. mean, even when we first did the uh, Louder Than Words yeah, when we did that which there was really nobody really yeah. doing anything like that nobody was like oh wait you're just doing a night of just beats with producers and that was insane yeah. people mm-hmm. thought that was crazy but it worked yes, and it people would show up and we would do things like <laughs> Like the, just the, hey, we'll score a movie live, or yeah. we're gonna, you know, we'll do a beat battle, but we're gonna have it to where you can only pull records from certain stores, and I mean that's awesome to know yeah. that that instead of like, because a lot of people can stay in their basement or stay in their room and they, they keep their beats to themselves, and they'll maybe occasionally post it on SoundCloud. When really, like, people are listening. It's a bigger world. So yeah. being able to bridge the online and the offline, and like, yo, you can you have a lane to present your stuff and go out, and you can make money off that. You can do shows. You can actually. That's another. You can DJ. You can kind of give you that extra uh, push to be able to do that. So I think there are a lot more opportunities, and I'm seeing people starting to take advantage of that. And that is great to see. Um, I think that in some ways where I think a little more collaboration and talking to everybody, because I know sometimes it takes a little time because your beats are your baby. I mean, right, right. you're not you're not just letting your baby go out and just play with anybody or like listening or somebody rapping over your records and not giving you credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> no shots. But shots fine. <laughs> no, no shots. No shots. No. <laughs> but you still want to be sure that you, we're in a place where you're, you're talking and collaborating with other producers mm-hmm. and not even, but just you have there's a community there's a sense of community there and i think that's great to see and it's still it's building and i think we a lot of the things that we've seen at least with farfetch mm-hmm. i think we've done a really good job of that nice nice man that's a hard answer to follow yeah. <laughs> really got speak, everything speak. in there right. um, speak on it man speak on whatever right. you want to do man yeah. well I, I do think that um the familial uh, feel in the producer scene here is really good but and there's a lot of variation and of course there's people that aren't in that but um i feel like the people that are doing really well right now um are really good at collaborating and there's a lot of variance in those in those sounds and i really appreciate what's going on with that i don't really make beats as much i haven't really i don't think i've made a beat since like 2015 but um yeah as far as what i hear now i really like what i'm hearing and just like seeing where it goes from like yeah Slumfest had a beat battle and then yeah there was a lot of them words but that was it and now we yeah. got you know the link up fresh produce um and uh the beat up like you were talking about black spade has on i think that and ableton wanting to come here and really connect yes, with the beat makers huge. in town um is, is a really good sign for where we're headed yeah i definitely agree with that um and one of the one of the one one of the big influences on Farfetch being started was Brain Feeder, and the fact that that was a bunch of producers rocking out together, and they didn't need no rappers, and they didn't need nobody. And I, I just remember thinking about them um, with, with just like that communal that communal aspect. So Beats was at the core of this from the jump off. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Me being a producer and and working with other artists. What I do like is what what one thing that I noticed is like when I started I was I didn't know many people that was making their beats and rapping and like doing like complete 
like being a complete artist. It, it was like compartmentalized, and this is what I do, and I produce, and this totally. is what I do, and I rap, and mm-hmm. like the 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 like I guess the circuitry between those two things, you know, um, where we it was it was just very segregated to a degree. Sure. And, and, and as the years have gone on. I see a lot of people that's doing their own. Like I do, I do my production and I rap, and then like then you start to see artists developing a unique sound that isn't like I got, I got a beat here, I got a beat there, I got a beat there. And I think I really like that. I also like that. Uh, um, I love, I love the trap. I love trap shit. But like at one point, I didn't. I wasn't in that lane. You know what I'm saying? But everything around me seemed like it was like that. And now I see like artists like Mastermind, and I see I've watched these people turn turn. Um, turn it into something else, and it's very and, and it's like uh, the sphere of ideas is opened up, so it's room for both trap and for like jazzier beats, like the stuff we hearing now. And I, and I think uh, I like the and I like the fact that those two worlds talk to each other, mm-hmm. and everybody ain't like yes. a purist about everything. And it's like mm-hmm. if I like I like all of this, so I'm gonna put all of this into this pot. You know what I mean? I just see a lot of people doing because um, I was I, I didn't that that wasn't my thing. I would listen to it, but it was just. I, when I sat down, that's not what I was making. You know what I'm saying? So like, I just mm-hmm. like that people can can jump in and out of stuff, and they can be, you know, mm-hmm. we a lot more versatile this this go round um, than than in past. I like that people are not segregated into like I'm a backpacker. I'm a, you know what I mean? Right. Like I like that people are moving and like we make music. Like what you, I like what you do. You like what I do. Let's do, you know, let's make some. Right. I really, I really appreciate that. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. No, I think that's one of the most strengthening things that people can do is keep their mind open and keep trying different things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, yeah. Like people wouldn't be making that art if they didn't think it was worth value. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? Yeah. There was a time period too. Like when I think I released my first beat tape in 2010 and there was like, it was a lot of, it was trap heavy during that period. Mm-hmm. So I'm like releasing my stuff and I'm like, I got like samples and loops and so all sorts of stuff. And people are like, wait, what is this? Yeah, this is yeah. weird. And I'm like, I felt like I lost. So like kind of hearing everybody like Damon and hearing uh, Adult Fur and hearing all these guys, I'm like, yo, okay, cool. I think there's a kind of finding my own identity and finding my place in the scene to really like help me. And because then we got JBJR who was like, I'm saying, doing God, his God thing. bless yeah. the trap because right? yeah. he was the one that was like, I can fuck with that over there. That shit's not okay. over there. Appreciate yeah, it. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. much, and it was very musical. It wasn't just yeah. like, yeah, it was like chords. Like I'm playing music and I'm sa- and I'm sampling too. These beats is just knocking like a motherfucker. And it's you know textured and it has yeah. and it has its own thing to it, which was something that was cool. But then yeah. also hearing everybody else's stuff, who maybe people are just using synths, or people who right. are doing some experimental stuff with their beats, right. and it, it's a deep scene. Like yeah. if you really get into yeah. it, which is awesome, and I feel like that's uh, that's been great to see. Absolutely, man. Like, cause I always, I always like, like you just said, man. You know, I've been in the scene since two thousand nine. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say it's been a while. Yeah, two thousand nine. Yeah, and this about to be fucking eighteen in a second. Yeah, dude, I know. Man. And it's like, man, like looking at this, cause I was like, I'm thirty now, and I was about mm-hmm. twenty two. Yeah, twenty two. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking like, man, just where I grew from being twenty two, coming to. The old beat battles back in the day when you know DJ who just do storm all the time and boo yeah, yeah. 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 seeing the growth, yeah. you know, yeah. where everyone just everyone seemed to hear. Yeah. You right. know, period. You right. know, like like I met Matt 
battling him. <laughs> so, I mean, man, battling him. I mean, all you guys just being in different shows yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, like, you know, it's 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 a beautiful thing, man. Seeing like a lot of growth just from all the walks of life for different producers, yeah, and engineers and DJs, or sometimes a mesh of all three, right? Yeah. So, and people been growing from it, like, mm. like, I like how you guys like with us with the uh, went far fresh and. Fresh produce, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, that's that's beautiful right there. Yeah, shout yeah, out to BSS too, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. all that collaboration, sound system. Yeah, just working with them a lot more too, because I mean, I have been through the, him organizing battles, and then I mean, who I mean, who did I meet from there? Like, you know, meeting Adult Fur, meeting Q from uh, the Domino Effect, meeting uh, Gen Asia, meeting you, meeting. Like and I mean and then your group online the uh, producer network too yeah which that was, was a like, big deal that was sample big. packs let's yeah. talk about that for a second <laughs> <laughs> yo man so many people saying yeah. shit dude yeah like you got yeah. like Knife Wonder posting in there yeah, yeah dude yeah. man yeah, so I'm still nice. cool he's still we still keep in touch man he's still a good brother man he's still yeah. a good brother oh yeah man. a legend right there man yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, man. a good brother he can do his thing hell yeah man hell yeah yeah man so uh Another thing I wanted to go ahead and just kind of know about Farfetch's crew, um, what would you say is like one of the strongest things about your about you all's collective? Like, would you say is like one of the main strong points? Period. That's you know that brings that makes Farfetch Farfetched. Mm. I, I'll just go ahead and say our open mindedness um, because that allows that creates this environment where number one I'm not scared to show what I'm doing and working on in my room where nobody else ever sees me but then it's like well I'm open to working with you and you and mm-hmm. you and you and you and we're all, and it all makes us better right. so um, every time that these collaborations happen it pushes somebody I remember specifically um, and this was black when Black James was still in the collective, being at Black James's house, leaving there after people had played their music for each other, and Abnormal had heard something that uh, Matthias played, but it was like the beat in the background. He was like, "Oh, I gotta make some dope shit for for them now." And I don't know if that ever worked out, but like I just seeing that process, that mental process for him to be like, "Oh, this is like I listened to something that completely was not my lane, but that motivated me to like step my game up mm-hmm. is, a, is a big deal. Yeah, that comes yes. from having an open mind. Hell yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, I think it's our individuality and de- dedication to originality. I think nobody's making the same music, but I think that everybody's about pushing boundaries and prog- pushing like for a progressive sort of sound. And I think. Uh, that leads to like the idea we was talking about earlier. Like, if you put a bunch of people, geniuses in a room, eventually some that you haven't, like, there, it will be a new genre. Eventually, right, right, right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. I think I think everybody's they might not even dig everything everybody else is doing, and that's I, I respect that too because I don't want a bunch of people yesing each other to death. But exactly. the fact that we all are dedicated to an idea of experimentation mm-hmm. and, and, and innovation, I think that's something that that's that makes us different from uh, what else is, other things is going on. Perfect. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We're not boring. Yeah. I mean, that, that's it. That's <laughs> yeah. uh, whether yeah. from, you know, just knowing the artists and seeing where they have come from and what they're doing. Um, in my time, and I mean, I, I got in around. I think just after Prologue Five, right? I mm-hmm. think that's when I, I got in. Um, and then on the back end of things, and just seeing like the sense of community and which is something I think is more important now than ever like just with the times we're in and everything is having people you can just count on you can just call like I can hit up almost any member of the collective and if I got a music idea in my head like or like even I just have an idea on how to maybe push something or maybe hey do this 
there it's such an open-minded thing and that's something as start when i started doing uh beats it's mm-hmm. usually just you by yourself you're yeah. usually you're mm-hmm. kind of in your own room you're in your own head a lot so like sharing with other people and is is a crazy thing it's a big risk because you don't know what people are going to say you don't know what people are going to do you know man you man your shit's garbage <laughs> it's like and then, you know or they make fun of you and it's just like you it's a lot of anxiety for that mm-hmm. so to be around other musicians and i think it's more important for electronic musicians more so than traditional musicians that electronic musicians don't get a lot of respect because like, mm. oh, well, you just build it on a computer, you're doing this, but really you're arranging music, you're yeah, composing compose. music, and it deserves that same respect. Yeah. Fuck it, yeah. uh, I agree. And I a agree. Lot, there's a lot of people, and I see a lot of traditional music people, again, no shots at anybody. When it's done well. It it's done well. When it's done well, yes, I think <laughs> yeah. that's key. Anthony. It's, it's all about the, it's not the machine, it's the man behind the exactly. machine. Exactly. So you yeah. can't, I mean, so if you talk about, so I can get the same fucking setup Timbaland has, but if I'm not yeah. fucking Timbaland. Then you're right. not. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. And, right. and one thing right. that we always forget is, like, we talking about electronic music. Like, electronic music been around since, what, the 50s? Guitars and shit are plugged into the wall. That's electronic electronics and but it but it's like also the idea that the, the argument that i make when people talk that shit is like i've been playing this 15 years you've mm. been playing that guitar 15 years hand me that guitar i can't do what you do now go ahead take this computer since it's so easy mm-hmm. and go and make I, I can make a beat in 10 minutes can you do that mm-hmm. no you can't you right. know like i know my instrument you know yours and i think that's what people lose respect for each other because they think it's so easy the computer's doing everything for you nah Fuck it's no, just it's, it's a notepad so it's a pen and a pad. Right. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. No, it's, it's not. practice made perfect like anything else. No. You know so, so especially in these days, having like a sense of community as musicians and especially as electronic musicians mm-hmm. too, yes. that's huge. Mm-hmm. That's big because you can easily just hide behind your computer and you know type all day. And do, but we t- it takes a little bit on you to like go and talk to other people, collaborate Absolutely. with other people, mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm do that and still have that around these days where it's very easy not to do that no. so and that's something that i think is very different than all that farfetch does and i think we do it very well compared to other places other people so mm-hmm. and in that regard we we also hold each other accountable well like we yeah if we don't like it there might be some specific reasons and then mm-hmm. we'll be like well yeah. maybe if you did this and that and this with it then you know it would sound better may not even be something that you like but at least the criticism is like it's coming from a good place we're not just clowning you just yeah clowning you. yeah because we want to see the best out of everybody we, exactly. we understand we have a bigger goal here we want to see the best come out of where we live and where we're from we're, we, we're proud of where we're from and we want to make sure yo if it has our name on it it's going to sound good right it's going to be the best it can be mm-hmm. and we're not going to just do it from a place of us being uh just from a place of ego or a place of us trying to think, oh, well, we know more than you and we're holier than thou when it comes to music. We're all human. We know what moves us and we know what doesn't move us. And we know, like, okay, if that's, and we understand experimentation, but again, there's a fine line between experimentation and things not being so good. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to get some not so good when you experiment. (laughs) And that's true. true. I I totally agree. Pushing boundaries is good, but it's always good to have people who listen to it. Yeah, you're going to need that buffer. You're going to need the quality control. Right. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, totally. Hey, so can you tell guys uh, about what Prologue is? Because I I, just for maybe people that don't know, and I think it's an easy way for them to come to understand what Farfetch'd is. Yeah. Uh, Well, uh, Prologue started when Farfetch started. Uh, it was so Farfest technically is seven years old this month. Nice. So, nice. I, I, I announced everything um, November 
and uh the then and uh told everybody that in two months uh we would be releasing a, a compilation of music so this compilation we do this every year in january and yeah it's accompanied by a show um for a long time we was at 2720 we've been moving around for the last few years uh where we at this year Firebird, Firebird, nice, uh, nice, nice. So, what we gonna do? Uh, what, what we? The point around it was that um, it is uh, a sampler, basically, of the music you will be hearing in the upcoming year. Uh huh. That was the initial thought. Around Pro, Prologue Three was was a but was a, a game change. We shifted a little bit, and that was where it was a group of collaborations with the with the artists on the label. Uh-huh. So it got really weird. And since then. That every album is like a label album. Like uh-huh. we, we we pair different people, different people submit things, but a lot of it is based around collaboration. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, a lot of the songs are based around collaboration. So that's when that's when we get to, you know, throw everything in the pot, see what come up. There you, know you know go. What I'm yeah, and it's really good. I think it's good for me as an artist, mm-hmm. and 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 from other people that I see, is like you get pushed, cause you like you know what I'm saying, like um. That like like if you want to you can admire somebody but you can't do what they do so when you get put in the room with them now it's like you know i gotta i gotta bend a little bit i gotta move and so does the other person so then you start to these things start to bump into each other and you start to get something new and i there think you it's go. a great it's a great uh exercise to stretch out and right? show your versatility yes people. yeah these collaborations yeah so that's prologue so that you this is your seventh one coming out that's yep. it Yep. In January. Yep. Yes. January thirteenth at the Firebird is when the release party will be, but it should be out probably a week before, so you're gonna get yeah. cool. a little familiar with yeah, it. Learn before. your songs, you know, get everything <laughs> going. Uh, we'll, we, can, get we, can a, we can have a primer for there people if they yeah, really yeah. choose your outfit based on uh, right. how you feel like you're gonna be groomed. Yeah. Exactly. Dress yeah. like the artist that you like. Yeah. Get into <laughs> yeah. that. You know. Yeah, and uh, it'll also be all, and actually all the past prologues are also available on wearefarfetched.net. So if anybody wants kind of a history right. lesson to kind of see where we've come as a label, I would definitely. Yeah. recommend going back and yes. listening to them because it's so cool absolutely uh so let me ask you guys what you, uh, so what's the future for farfetch as of right now like what what do you guys see yourself doing within the next five maybe ten years like what are, you, what are your future plans as of right now the world i mean <laughs> the world <laughs> dominant yeah, the world yeah, i mean that's, that's, um, the, that's the easy I guess answer I, i'll take that uh <laughs> Because I have to coordinate all this stuff. Right now, we're looking at the future of how entertainment is consumed. So we're moving towards a subscription model. Uh-huh. I'm just looking at Netflix and Apple Music and all the other um, subscriptions that you can get. Basically, people consume in, bin- in binges. So like, we want to be-, be able to give you a bunch of content all at once. But if you sign up for the subscription, we're gonna make it worth your while. So like, um, adding a lot of different music videos or exclusive behind the scenes footage. Matt, you know, you've seen some of the camera people yeah. up in here capturing that kind of thing. Um, because I really want to let people in too far fetched more so than the music and the uh, live performances, like who these people are. Because if you get to know a Sonyata McDermott or uh, Matt Fournier from Matthias and the Pirates, you will just like you will start to love these people. So I think the more that we create that um, back and forth with the the supporters and things like that, the the stronger that those relationships will grow. And I really want to grow with our audience too, because I I was reading about building a brand and at a certain point we will have to relinquish control of the brand and but we have to be have our ears to the ground to see what people are doing with it what they like the art that they're creating from the logo or um, remixes that they're making of songs and things like that I really want to be close enough to those people that it's not just something that's out there to the side it's actually also a part of Farfetch so when we say we are Farfetch 
and you're just as, you're not just a supporter you are far-fetched too you know yeah what I mean? yeah building, building uh, so we got a new website and some some more music and great music uh collaborations come along with that but mainly the subscription and uh moving forward on how to best uh have a best user experience so that's why we went to the firebird it's a smaller venue gives you you know that packed show feel where yeah. it's like 27 20 if it's not like 500 people feels kind of dead but we want to you know build from grassroots there you go that's what's yeah. up yeah I would love to see um, oh, the the plan from that I want to implement um, on a creative level is I want us to be bigger than music as far as uh, the collective of artists that we have on board. I'm a, I'm, I'm a patron and a, and, a, and a participant in the arts in general. So I want to see artists that are visual artists that are with us. The same way we in room collaborating on music, I want a visual artist collaborating with a musician. And then that musician has a new look and that visual art has a new sound. Yeah. And the same with film. Like I want to see us start to represent and and have other types of art artists in this collective and everybody mashing it together to create a real scene and a movement around St. Louis arts and, and broader than that. But the same way, you know, you got a time, is there are different times in history. You got people like, uh, you know, you got the Impressionists, you got the, but that ain't, that don't stop at the paintings. That's, that there's music that, go, that goes with that, and there's film that goes with that. But this idea of how you create art, I would love to see people of all different uh, mediums rocking together. Yeah. And starting to work together. That's yeah. tight. Yeah. That's good vision right there. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I, I was just going to say, outside of the world on my end, uh, <laughs> I, I really do for Farfetch, I really see us, uh, one becoming uh giving our anybody that follows us you will get a wealth of content from us i feel like that's one of the biggest things with mm -hmm. our next few years a uh, new website coming soon uh and uh, just really uh being able to not like be able to really make sure we are staying on top of where the industry or even setting trends as far as where the industry goes and how music is consumed because Again, with technology, everything else, we're keeping on top of the latest things. So we're not making sure we're not going to fall slack behind where the traditional music industry has, where mm -hmm. literally catching up to where you're seeing, like, whoa, what's this idea of having subscriptions or even doing streaming? And they're like, well, no, we're on that. We've been there. Yeah. So now it's like, okay, what's the next step beyond streaming? What's the next step beyond? Yeah. You know, we want to make sure that we're going to be on top of that. Um, in addition to that, also just growing as artists growing as individuals uh keeping a sense of community mm. not forgetting where we're from mm. and understanding that you know having that uh and also just making sure we're pushing boundaries we're going to continue to do that and that may involve having more people there may who knows where the collective may grow in that regard we may have we might we have might have an army by that point of artists. <laughs> uh enough for darian to <laughs> yeah well i mean but in, in about five years i would like to be an international brand and be able to employ myself and other people to make this thing bigger um and we have some plans for that i won't give all the secrets away oh but, of course uh, of course yeah that's, g14 that's, classified exactly but that's where we're headed yeah, yeah, full time, full time. Yep, yeah, exactly. So that's full just time, really man. for us yeah. being, uh, <laughs> and for us just being as uh, as sharp and keeping our ear to the streets as much as possible. Because yeah. there's always, and looking to the youth too, really. Because I mean, yeah. the scene grows by, based on youth. Because we got kids who started probably on. Uh, you know, got a crack copy of FL Studio who started who are like probably bang putting some banging stuff out there yeah, right like now. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, making beats on phones. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, we had like MTV Crazy, Music man. Generator like right? back yeah, when we were growing yeah, up. Man. And, yeah, I mean, how many Respect. people made beats off that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that type of stuff we're kind of we're on. So we're just going to be continuing to listen, continuing to grow, continuing to just 
be uh, and try to make as many smart moves and just grow at a consistent um, pace. That's that's it. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, uh, fellas, we about to go ahead and uh, oh, yeah, we shut it down move. in a minute, man. Gotta make those moves. Yeah, in a minute, man. <laughs> truly, man. But truly do appreciate y'all coming oh, out. But, uh, thank of course. You. Thank but you. What we want to do, um, let everyone know that's listening how they can get in contact with you guys. So, in case they ever want to join the Farfetch Army Collective, man, how can they reach out to y'all? Farfetch'd is an army, but he had a navy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to be on that no limit level. <laughs> oh man! Uh, the easiest way to find out what we're doing is we are That is our web address uh, that go leads straight to all our releases. Um, any release that we have on there will will more likely more than likely be on there. We're also on streaming platforms. So we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Music. We're on. Uh, Let's see. We are on uh, Title, so uh, please, you know, we want to listen to Title and give us some extra money. That'd be great. Get those extra pennies. Nice. Uh, let's see. Yeah, that's the. And yeah, we are Farfetch. Dot. Uh, we are Farfetch on Twitter. We are Farfetch on Facebook. Uh, really, Instagram. just find search Instagram. Uh, well, we are for, uh, Snapchat. Uh, we you guys got a MySpace? Uh, you know what? Actually, <laughs> yeah. I think I might have made one, actually. Yeah, I, I, think think make one I think I did make one just in case. So yeah. I think we have one. We, but, you know, are you using MySpace, Matt? Oh, yeah. Who's not? Yeah. <laughs> stay on. You got to um, stay up to date. Yeah. yeah, I thought you guys were on the leading edge of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 we are you know, Justin, just, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you. I was okay. going to say, uh, we are also um, the link up also, which is... Uh, which I believe we are taking the rest of 2017 off. Taking it off to prepare for Prologue. Yeah. Sure. Okay. And, and kind of a reboot of the brand. So, like, we got a bunch of new merch. Um, had a whole photo shoot for that. Cool. Um, oh, and some of the other things that we're working on is a DIY musician course that you can buy online. Uh, just basically giving the game that we've been giving to the people in Farfetch for free. Yeah. Um, you can pay, like, five six bucks or whatever and like buy a little webinar from me or sunyata or somebody nice um that's kind of like using their expertise to talk about their yeah a subject like how to book a show or venue etiquette once you book a show or how to launch a, an album or whatever sure like yep yep and so yeah we are farfetch um just about anywhere on the internet it's the easiest way to get a hold and just find us send us a message we'll try to answer um, I know sometimes uh, folks will send us random stuff on, they'll like tweet at us, hey, listen to my album. The easiest way, honestly, is to email us. So, yeah. if, and this is the email, if anybody needs to do it, uh, info at wearefarfetch.net. Yeah. I will say that again, info, I-N-F-O, at wearefarfetch.net. Send us an email, we'll take a listen to it, um, and yeah, we'll see if it's a good fit, you know, and depending on what your goals are too, we'll... We'll get back at you. If you don't know how to spell We Are Far Fetched, trust me, I will have <laughs> the fucking link for that shit yes. in the damn thing. Yes, so please, so send your album. Please remember this. Try not to, you know, don't don't slide it to me like while I'm like you see me out in the street. I mean, I will try to listen to don't, it. Don't but, bother Charles that. In the yeah, other Charles gets all the mail from Facebook yeah, and all that I, stuff. I, I, so I, 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 yeah, we're, we're, we're not, we're not even going to go into that. That's a whole other. That's a whole other level. But if you want to like <laughs> just contact God, us individually, also, um, I'm STL Legend. Uh, Darian, uh, you're what you're. Uh, just Darian Wigfall, D-A-R-I-A-N-W-I-G-F-A-L-L on most stuff, and then on Twitter at Darian underscore Wig. Nice. Yeah, and, uh, I'm Damon Davis on Instagram. I actually got my real name on there. And uh, <laughs> you're brave, bless you. Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, heartache and paint the letter N on Twitter, and I think you could get at all of us at whosever name 
at wearefarfetch.net. So it's Damon at wearefarfetch.net. Darian at wearefarfetch.net. Charles at wearefarfetch.net. Um, if you don't know how to spell Charles, I don't know what to do for you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I wish I could help you. <laughs> well, I super appreciate you guys taking your afternoon time and like coming and you know spilling the beans. No, 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 no. <laughs> no thank you, thank you. No, we'll, we'll always love Suburban Pro. You guys yeah. have always been yeah. a big supporter of the work that we do. And from way back when you were in Florida, hell yeah. yeah, no, I love it. I appreciate yeah, everything no. you guys do. It's a great thing, great relationship for me. Yeah, yeah no, man. definitely. And Fresh Produce, uh, BSS crew, yeah. uh, the entire Farfetch crew. I mean, shout out to the St. Louis music scene in yeah, general. Yeah, yeah. just so great and art scene. Yeah, don't and just yeah don't and just because even if you're not a hip hop artist, I mean, come here, Suburban Pro, they got you. They'll get you. They'll hook yeah, they you know up. They know what to do with the time. <laughs> they'll hook you up nice. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. Please patronize them. <laughs> yes. Oh, and Fresh Produce, beginning of the month, first Wednesday of the month. First Wednesday. Yes, Next one's twelve six. Twelve six. Yep. Boom. Yeah. Next link up is uh, February thirteenth, I believe. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Take, take my wife there for. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think, I think we'll do a special Valentine's date. Day. Uh, yeah. Situation. Oh, yeah. Right. Get some nice candies. It's for the lovers. It's for the lovers, you know. Beats for the lovers, you know. Absolutely. Anything you want to? Uh, I want to say thanks again. You guys are great. This was an awesome interview. Yeah, I really no, appreciate no it. Thank, Thank you, man. Greatly appreciate it. Yeah, we like for real. We really do appreciate y'all. It's been a long time coming, but I'm really glad I had you three brothers on, man. Just yeah. to talk about y'all, man. Like appreciate that's it. what we wanted to do, man. I'm Thank you, glad man. that happened. So, Not a problem. Man, truly appreciate over it. some lovely instrumentals uh, yeah. from uh, yeah. Owen. It's very. It's been Owen is providing oh, a lovely soundtrack. soundtrack. Absolutely, soundtrack. lovely, lovely, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> so that has been another episode of Fresh Produce. This episode. 21. So my name is JBJR. Hey, it's Matt Sawicki. Uh, we'll catch you the next time. Catch you next time. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Mixcloud, at Fruit Boom Pod, all on social media. I'll get us on MySpace. <laughs> MySpace will. Yes, we will. SoundCloud. Well, we stopped using SoundCloud because now we got now we got everything else. So, we, oh, cool. so okay. now we got main oh, thing. Cool, cool. So yeah, so we like, remember freshproducestl.com slash fruit of boom for all the podcast episodes. Everyone since episode one of Trifecta to episode twenty one with Farfetch. Catch us all day. Yeah. Peace. Peace. Later. Peace. Mm-hmm.